You're tuning into this week's Revival Recap. Let's hear what's happening in the life of our church. Well, welcome back to Revival Recap. I'm Seth Daw here with Pastor Joaquin Evans. And we've missed a couple weeks. We had Havila here, Joaquin spoke, Renee spoke, did some more Revival history. We have missed those because vacations and holidays and all kinds of stuff. So today in our Revival Recap, we are talking about last Saturday, just after Thanksgiving. So we're sorry for missing a few, but we're picking up. We're we're picking right back up. We're back. Um, And this week, the message wasn't just a message. It was testimonies. And I love that it happened to be on Thanksgiving weekend. You said, we've been dreaming this up for a while, just a day to celebrate the goodness of God, just a day to celebrate Jesus. And what better way, what better day than Thanksgiving? And so you had a lot of good stuff at the beginning. And then we shared all these crazy stories that were testimony testimony. after testimony after testimony. And I know we've mentioned a couple of them on here in previous weeks, but they were powerful. If you haven't seen it, you're gonna you want to go watch it. But Joaquin had some really good stuff just on what the testimony is, and then I have some notes I'd like him to talk a little bit into and expound on. So, you said at the beginning, testimonies are worship, communion, and the essence of the gospel. Mm. And you elaborated on worship, like, man, so good. Then you elaborated on communion. You even talked about like the bread and the wine and that whole thing. Remembrance, yep. Remembrance. This do this in remembrance. Uh-huh. I mean, that's what testimonies do. <laughs> but the essence of the gospel, I wanted you to talk a little bit yeah. more about that. Like why are testimonies yeah. like taking a whole day to yeah. not really preach a sermon, just share what mm-hmm. God's saying? Why why are testimonies the essence of the gospel? Such a good question. And you know, it, it's because, you know, the essence of the gospel really is this dynamic that the revelation that that God is real, that uh, God is God is available or he's near and that and that God loves me. You know, God is real. He's available and he loves me. And in the in that he loves me is a revelation that he's forgiven me. So you can add that on on there too. And so when we're preaching the gospel, you know, we're trying to we're trying to communicate to people like, listen, there's really a God. He's real. Yeah. And he Here's really what he did for yeah, me. Yeah. Here's what he did for this person. And and you know, obviously you can never take away it, the what Jesus did on the cross is paramount, but but what Jesus is trying to communicate is I love you. I'm real. Yeah. I love you. I've I've paid a great price to be reconciled to you. I'm available, right? God yeah. isn't locked away in some distant hiding realm, out. hiding that, you know, in the here and after we'll get to meet him. Like, no, Jesus stepped out into the earth, paid the price on the cross so we could be reconciled, so that we could have communion, fellowship, interaction with God. Yeah. God's real. God's available. God loves you. And the crazy thing is, is you can teach that. You know, we teach that from the pulpits. We write books on it, you know, all this. 
But the reality is when someone, even someone who doesn't know God, when they've had arthritis pain for 20 years, like, you know, they're crippled and they can't bend, they can't yeah. pick up a glass of water. And the love of God comes on them in that moment. Boom. Wow. They're healed. Pain's gone. They're like, oh my goodness, I can do this. I can hold my granddaughter. I can pick up the glass of water. What happens in that moment? What's transferred? God's real. Yeah. Because they're... They now are experiencing yeah. it. It's not a. It's, it's not, not a argument. theory. It's, it's not, not an a, argument. Yeah. Like, oh, God's real. God's available. Yeah. Because you're not just telling them about someone else's testimony yeah. from a hundred years ago. It. It's yeah. like this just happened to me. God must love me because He just did it for me. Yeah. If He didn't love me, He would have just left yeah. me in my condition. And He must. He must be willing to forgive me if He did all that and yeah. stepped in eradicated my arthritis like god here's my heart it's i'm not saying we don't need uh we don't need powerful clear teaching we don't need good theology yeah. i'm not saying that but i'm saying the essence of the message need, yeah. is encapsulated in every test of miracle yeah. every testimony well if you think about the entire bible yeah it is a giant book of <laughs> testimonies Mo the whole story of moses is like well he didn't get killed yeah. when herod's when Pharaoh's killing every child. Yeah. Jesus doesn't get killed when Herod's yeah. doing it. But Moses, then you have all these, but the whole book of everything Moses wrote, it's like testimony, 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 testimony. All this stuff, like here's my encounter with God. Elijah, Ezekiel, Elijah, Isaiah, Daniel, you name it. it. It's in the, I mean, then you get and then into you the get new to Jesus yeah. ministry. His whole ministry <laughs> is like, yeah, he taught and demonstrated. And, and like you talked about Mark 5, the woman with the issue of blood, mm -hmm. like, she heard about Jesus, mm -hmm. had to go touch his gar hem of his garment, mm -hmm. but it's all because she heard about him. She heard a testimony or she yeah. heard a bunch of testimonies rumbling. Yep. And she came. Yep. And it changed her life. The testimony is what stirred her hunger, stirred her awareness, and and gave her boldness yeah. to go after it. And like if she hadn't have heard the rumblings, yeah. the testimony, she might have even seen the crowd. Yeah. I mean, gosh, that's a whole message right there. How well, the many people too, in the West see the crowd? Yeah. People go to church every Sunday or whatever, but they're like, ah, well, I don't know what's going on over there. And they yeah. just leave it be. But yeah. no, she was, because of the testimony, she was convicted. If I can just, if I can press through the crowd and just get a hold of the hem of his garment. Yeah. The people need to hear what God's doing right now. Yeah. That's the thing. She yeah. was hearing what Jesus was doing right then. in her region. It wasn't her, Moses, the story of yeah. Moses, someone teaching on Moses. That's it, it was, wait, another one like him yeah. is doing stuff. And it's happening right now. He's not taking you out of Egypt. He's yeah. taking you out of disease. He's taking <laughs> you out on. of fear. He's taking you out of, oh, <laughs> Come I on. need to go touch that guy. <laughs> yeah, there's the verse that says in Revelation, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Like testimony is victory mm -hmm. as well. It's like, here's my story of victory and it releases victory That's into it. other people's lives. That's it. There's a couple things I noticed in here. I love this. Oh man. Well, I love that you did on Thanksgiving um, or right after Thanksgiving, but when you were talking about that, I thought my favorite chapter of any book that Bill Johnson wrote is the chapter Disarming Hell Through Thanksgiving from mm. the book Strengthen Yourself in the Lord. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Mm -hmm. Like I've read that chapter so many times. But it was like, oh, 
testimonies stir thankfulness up in us, and it yeah. also disarms the devil, the yeah. enemy, like thanksgiving. Yeah. So to remember testimonies, to share testimonies, to keep our minds there mm-hmm. actually causes us to live in a grateful mm-hmm. place. It's mm-hmm. like, what better day to do it than yeah. Thanksgiving? Nothing, and, yeah, nothing creates awareness of the, the reality of God like Thanksgiving. You know, it's yeah. almost like the image of the Ark of the Covenant in in Moses's day, and you had you had the uh, uh, you had the, the cherubim over the Ark, the angel extended, and and in that place, God's presence manifest dwelt the mercy seat. Yeah, you know, and it's like it's like Thanksgiving becomes you know symbolically like Thanksgiving is those angels' wings going God, like it puts your focus on God, his nearness, his goodness, his reality. You can't continue to feed yourself on that and not be in a place of experiencing his goodness. You know, I mean, such a battle these days for um, our focus, our attention, you know, distractions. Like I'm focused over here. What's happening over here? Thanksgiving brings us back to like, oh God, you're available right now. You're here. You're doing amazing things. Yeah, it's powerful. I love it couple things you said I really liked and I wanted you to expound on. It was in the story, I think it was Dana's mom with all this crazy stuff that she climbed up the flight of stairs, um, no pain in her body. She had this spine disconnected from her hips or whatever, pelvis and all that stuff. But there was something in there. She said during the story, when you were praying for her, you said something like, I want you to do something. And she looked at you like, okay, I'll do anything. Whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it. I want to be healed. And then you said, nothing. Do nothing. Mm -hmm. And Dana said, all of a sudden, she said, the controls came down. Mm -hmm. And it was like, so I thought while we were talking about this, I'm like, okay, I think there's a couple nuggets in here Mm -hmm. that are like, here's how to receive healing. Mm -hmm. Like, here's how to receive. Testimonies are are amazing because we know mm-hmm. that the word itself in Hebrew mm-hmm. means do again. Mm-hmm. So like when we share them, the ability for that, the grace, mm-hmm. the power, the anointing that was there for the first one enters the room and is and that same miracle is now available again. Yes. But there was nuggets of like, when I hear testimonies, when I watch this video, when I hear these stories, what, how do I receive from them and I think that was a huge one so I wanted you to talk about that like I want you to do nothing yeah it's yeah it's so it's so good you know we it's our it's it's residue of the orphan mentality that makes us try to earn what we've already been given and so when we're coming to that place it's time to receive and I'm in I, and I position myself like I got to receive which, which is wow. a position of work, which is a position is, of effort. It takes you out of receiving. Which is a position of purchase. I need to do something. I need to earn this, at, which, which, which subconsciously is communicating to God, I don't believe it's already been decided. It's already been purchased. It's already been paid for. It's yeah. already available. Yeah. Like I need... Now I'm trying to convince God to do something that he's already decided to do. Yeah. And which when, is unbelief. Yeah, which is unbelief. And by doing that, we step out of the flow of grace. 
So the anointing for the miracle is actually flowing, but out of works and uh, that unbelief, we step out of here outside of the flow. So what wow. I told her, I said, here's what, and I could feel it, and it's super common, so it's not just her, it's people like, okay, I want to be healed, I'm here, like, oh, yeah. God's moving the room, like, I'm here, I'm ready help me, it. I'm ready, like, but it's, that's all works. Yeah. And so it's like, hey, and, you know, so I could feel some of that, her hands, she's ready, I said, okay, here's what I need you to do right now. She's like, okay, tell me, whatever it is, I'll do it, I'm ready, <laughs> I'm ready to work, okay, here's what I need you to do right now. Nothing. Like, oh, what? Oh. And as soon as, and what is that, that from this position really work to like, oh, I have to do nothing? It's surrender. Yeah. And you just, and what happens is you step right back into the flow of grace. Like, you step oh, into agreement with what he's it, doing. You're not trying agreement. to get him to do what he's already decided. You're agreeing Boom. with him yep. that he's already decided. Okay. And as soon as she did that, and this is, this less lesson for as soon as she did that, the miracle grace that was already flowing started to flow into her. Yeah. And wow. through her. So, it's just what you're asking. She stepped into the place to receive what God was already doing. Yeah. And it was out of that place of surrender and out of that place of agreement. And like another picture that I give people when they're really, you know, fighting to feel the presence, which is an oxymoron. Yeah. I said, listen, like you don't have, this isn't something you, you have to do. I said, uh, experiencing the presence is like stepping into a warm bath. You don't try to feel the warmth. No. You don't get in the bath like, okay, I'm ready to feel the warmth of the yeah. tub. Like where? No, you you just, you just just relax into it like, oh, and let it envelop you. When you can let the presence just start to envelop you in that relaxed place. I love it. It reminds me, in the Bible, Jesus healed people on the Sabbath. Yeah. I don't remember where it's at, but one place, the Pharisees are so mad, they told the person come back on a day that you can work and get healed. Yeah. That's what they said. Something yeah. like that. Come back <laughs> on a day that you can work uh -huh. to get healed. Don't come on the day you're not supposed to work. Don't mm -hmm. come on the Sabbath to get healing. Mm -hmm. That's where I, I think Jesus did it on purpose to say, you can't work for this. You can't. Yep. I'm going to heal on the Sabbath. I'm going to make them mad and they're going to get mad. And they're going to tell you only get healed on days you can work for it. Yep, the revelation. That's the religious yep. mindset of yep. you work for this, you'll get your healing. And yep. Jesus is like, I'm going to heal them on Sabbath because they can't <laughs> work. They're not allowed to work for it. Oh. Yeah, it's, you know, the, the word anointing literally means to be smeared. Yeah. And God's, God's presence literally begins, wants to not just smear us, but saturate into us through our pores. But that effort almost is like a, a, a force field of like, if you want to satur be saturated for something, you lay still and you surrender and you let it absorb into you. Yeah. If you want something to absorb into you, a, 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 a sponge that is squeezed up can't absorb anything. Yeah, you have It's to when it relaxes that the absorption happens. And that's what happened for... Dana's mom, and then she's bending over uh -huh. like right backwards. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh no, no, she's broken. She's... <laughs> she comes back up like joy on her face. Oh. I was like, wow, God's doing something powerful. I love. It. I remember years and years ago in the healing rooms in Reading, there was somebody there. I don't remember the exact center. Somebody there was like all striving and working, and, and you came up and you're like, are you having fun yet? And you just <laughs> broke this whole like. They were like. 
I'm supposed to have fun? Like, yeah, you just came up and sort of like took all the pressure off them. Yes. And this person gets radically healed. Yes. the pressure oh, came on. off to try to get it. I feel like someone needed to hear that I word know, right there. All the pressure came off. Are you having fun yet? The kingdom of heaven is meant to be fun. Yeah. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. In his presence is fullness of joy, his right hand pleasures forevermore. Like if you're if we're not if we're not finding the ability to enjoy our engagement, we're probably doing it wrong. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> probably doing it wrong. <laughs> Something is not right here. Um, one other thing you said, it was <clears throat> you were it was beautiful, like we're telling these testimonies and you just dropped these little pieces you said healing doesn't happen by rolodex mm. it's the love of god the love of god is the power of god i mm. feel like that goes along with what we just talked about mm -hmm. but can you elaborate a little bit more on yeah. healing doesn't happen by rolodex yeah yeah i mean we're sharing so in the context of the the service and we're sharing testimonies and and sometimes people unintentionally start to look at god and breakthrough as in is is my healing going to come up on god's rolodex like i'm waiting for this and oh that got healed or this person got healed of that but i'm waiting for this to come up like is that word of knowledge going to be called is is god going to do that today as though there's some type of rolodex or lottery or like you know it's like no what or if he doesn't call it exactly mm -hmm. it's not it's not he doesn't want to heal you unless right. he yeah I think that's the unhealthy, improper um, understanding of what a word of knowledge is or what, yeah, exactly. if we're talking about testimonies of someone getting healed in their spine, mm -hmm. you're like, well, mm -hmm. my foot can't get healed mm -hmm. because you're not talking about feet. You're only talking about spines. Mm -hmm. You only called yeah. out spines or you only called out headaches. Yeah. So my shoulder can't get healed. I, yeah, I said it in the message, but I think it's it's worth repeating that that you know the the testimony of jesus the power of the testimony of jesus it doesn't it's not it doesn't point to the miracle itself it points to his nature yeah. so if you're looking at the miracle like someone got healed in their knee you're like wow god healed knees faith for more knees is released like god can heal more knees but you're actually missing the higher point of Jesus, who is the healer, just stepped into the room. Yeah. That's his nature. Yeah. And if you catch that revelation, then it doesn't matter if you have, that person got healed of a knee, it doesn't matter if you have a back problem or migraine or cancer. Yeah, the healer's here. The healer's here. And it's like, whoa. Now, because of the testimony of the knee getting healed, cancer gets healed. Yeah. Back pain gets healed. Migraines leave and arthritis and you name it. Yeah. But it doesn't even stop there. If that's... Really, he's the healer who is the restorer. So Jesus, who is the restorer, just stepped in the room. And now revelation, faith comes. Now my marriage just got restored. Wow, yeah. Or finances or whatever the case is. Like, yeah. whoa, this is who just stepped in the room. So the, the higher level of awareness is the testimony points to his nature. So that's the Rolodex thing of like, oh, Someone's back got healed. Like, oh, God's God's going to heal back. But I have cancer. It's like, no. It's his love. He's the healer, and he's doing it out of yeah. his love. 
like what you're seeing, what you're supposed to be seeing is not just someone's knee getting healed. What you're supposed to be seeing is the love of God on display Display. that releases miracles for full restoration. Oh, he's in the room. My cancer just disappeared. So it's not Rolodex. It's his love and mercy. Come on. (laughs) I love that. Anything else you want to say around this topic that maybe you didn't say in the message or maybe didn't come out that night? Or you've thought yeah. about since. Um, I did. I did say in the message, but you know, for anyone watching, you know, that wasn't there or whatever, I feel. Um, I feel an invitation from heaven, uh, a renewed invitation for from heaven that He wants to put His goodness on display, His glory on display, and I feel I'm inviting us. I, uh, me, I feel I'm inviting us. Let's go after this again at a higher level. It's that woman with the issue of blood. She came in her dire condition, not because somebody spent a lot of hours teaching her, you know, theology, and that's that's powerful, but she heard the stories. She heard the testimonies. We're going to shake cities when people hear the undeniable testimonies. When... Tumors are disappearing when people are getting out of wheelchairs, when blind eyes are opening, and you know we can't despise the day of small beginnings. And yes, we all want to have a breakthrough where the whole like cities where thirty thousand people, hundred thousand people all come flocking at once. But it's got to start with one person gets healed of cancer, and their five family members or their friends yeah. go. I knew you had. I've known you, you've had cancer, your cancer's now gone, what happened? Now I'm curious, now I'm hungry, maybe God can do that for me, but it multiplies from there. So I feel like he's just inviting us um, to go after it again at a higher level. And when you say that, putting his goodness on display, I think of Romans 2.4, it's the goodness of God that leads to repentance. Like This is to put God's goodness on display and have people see that he really is good, that's what causes them to repent. Yeah, that's what causes the friends to go, you had cancer, now you don't. Tell me how, tell me who, tell me what. And then what is that? It's leading them to a repentance Mm. that you're not going to get any other way. Uh, Sometimes we we yell at cities to repent instead of yell at cities the goodness of God. Whoa, come on. Man. There you go. That's a good word. That's right what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the, the goodness of God. Display to cities the goodness of God, even. Yeah. Yeah. We have a friend. We have a friend, Rick Larson. Yeah. Nicknamed the Bethel Tour Guide. He got healed of uh, stage, stage four esophageal cancer, was dying, you know, whatever it was, six weeks left to live or something. Yeah. It might have been four weeks, but got radically healed and and uh, this is back when we were in Reading yeah. and he lived in Fresno so six hours drive apart he got radically healed goes back home I mean on his deathbed lost all the weight gray yeah. ashen four weeks left to live radically healed puts all his weight back on color doctor confirmed over and over again doctor but all his friends Family and neighbors look at him. Yeah, they knew he was dying. They've seen him progressively get worse and worse. 
lose all the weight. <laughs> and then he comes back completely healed, completely restored. And a chain reaction happens of people going, people who didn't believe in God five minutes before go, if God could do that for you, maybe you could do that for us. Yeah. And then for, for the next months. six months, he every other week, he loads up his car with different group of people who all have the same response to his miracle. Yeah. Going, well, maybe God's real. Maybe he's available. Maybe he does love us. Maybe he could do it for me. And he loads up his car and drives them six hours up to Reading. And the craziest miracle mm, after yeah, miracle over after over miracle. So a whole community of people is getting transformed by the fruit of that one miracle. Yeah. Testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy. I'll never forget. And this, I think, this definitely goes along with do nothing. Rick said, I remember a video of him. And he said, <laughs> I know this is something God had to do and I couldn't earn it because he said, I think he even had like blood sugar problems, like diabetic yes. type stuff. And he said, I still eat fast food and I drink soda and all my blood is back to normal. Like he got healed he got, of that too. And yeah. so it was this thing of like, you definitely didn't earn this. That's what he was saying in his, I remember the video, like it was playing on Bethel and it was basically like, Oh, you really didn't earn this because you're still drinking soda and eating McDonald's and fast food all the time. But your blood sugar has gone normal yeah. and everything is put right, yeah. even though yeah. you're still, you didn't change a thing. I was talking about not earning. It's the best testimony. It's so long to go into it all. But Rick, who was not a believer when he showed up at the healing rooms, his, his grown son brought him, but yeah. Rick was rough. He was mad. He was a bike, a ex a biker gang member, ex special forces, just ex alcoholic. Just he just mean, just hurt, angry individual. So he only shows up because his son brought him, and he said when he walked in, he said, "I, I said I, I finally I let my son convince me to come for prayer." But I've seen this stuff on TV. It's weird. I don't want to have anything to do with it. I'll let you pray, but I don't want anyone touching me. Yeah. So I was just talking about like the the sponge yeah, like this, like don't touch really me. Shut down. And it was it was a, it was so the, the the adults. There's a couple people praying for him, but they're not touching him. And then a 12 year old boy who didn't get that instructions just comes, comes floating by. Him. Rick just finally got comfortable enough to close his eyes. The adults aren't touching him. So that sponge just does this enough. And Isaiah, the 12 year old, uh -huh. comes by and just touches him on the chest. Yeah. And boom, Jeez. he goes out all six foot four of him. Just boom, out 45 minutes oh. later, gets up, born again. Jesus introduces himself to him when he's out on the floor, born again, healed of cancer, healed of. Uh, it was blood sugar, diabetes, whatever it was. I healed of all, all of, of it, it. Everything healed. And then the the trickle of all the testimonies we just talked about. But yeah, God's powerful. It's, it's man. the essence of the gospel. It's beautiful. Yep. It That's is. That's it. Yep. Well, we want to encourage you if you have not heard the testimonies from the other day as well from Saturday night. Go on Facebook, go on YouTube, watch the videos, listen to the testimonies, receive, don't work, receive, but also share your testimonies. Put the goodness of God on display wherever you're at. Tell people what he's done in your life because this is the essence of the gospel. This is worship. This is communion. Yes. This is Amen. how we're going to change it is. the world and overcome. And if your sponge is like, like this, we just pray right now and just 
grace just to not fight, but to step into the bath of his love, the warm yeah. bath. Don't fight to feel the warmth. Just rest into it and receive it and watch what he does. We just bless you with breakthrough yeah. today in yeah. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Come on. Open sponges. <laughs> we love you guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, as always, follow us, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and BethelATX.com. Or join us Saturday night at church. We'd love to see you. God bless you all. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Revival Recap. For more of our podcasts and other resources, visit BethelATX.com.